With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. We are the one, two, three. Sore losers! Hell yeah, we are! Hell yeah, we are! Hell yeah, we are! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports, so I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports Sports genius. genius. What's up, everyone? I'm Eddie, and I know the least about sports, but I'm your average sports fan, your sports watcher. I just don't know the who's who's or the what's what's. What up, y'all? It's Sizzin. I'm from the north. I'm an alpha male, and when I go to the bar, I don't drink a beer like most of you guys. I shotgun a white claw. And if you do the same hashtag, it sore loser shotgun. Haven't been seeing many of those. Oh, did you see Batter's Box? He did a shotgun. Yeah, after the 49ers win on Sunday. What up, everybody? It's Batter's Box. Hey, that's back. Yeah, I put and, it back. And up. he calls me yesterday, and he goes, "You guys can't give me any love on the shotgun." I'm like, "Dude, you didn't tag the sore loser show." Yeah, I did. You guys don't know how to check Twitter. You don't know how to check Twitter. What's wrong with him? And he gets on. He goes. Oh, I did the hashtag, but I didn't. I didn't tweet it, you guys. So I, I guess you guys didn't see it. Okay. And I think when he even posted it, he didn't send it out as a tweet. He sent it as a response to people. So not a whole bunch of people can even see it then. So then I had to quote retweet and Thank say, you. "Please rate this." You know, give him a score. He had his two stepsons dancing in the video. I didn't know he had kids that old. Well, they're stepsons. Okay, step-sons. coach. Step. I was like, "Who's all these people in his family?" I didn't know about. I thought he had a young kid. Yeah, he's got a three-year-old, and then he has those two high schoolers that. <laughs> Are smell bad and have no hygiene and oh, oh coach, coach you just coach, went hard coach. coach they're teenagers that's what oh, they do oh any yeah, teenager any I got teenager you. Okay. Ooh, like, the, one, hey, the ones about to graduate from high school like wow when I met them they were like uh, tiny kids it was like really weird now seeing them grown up it's really yeah. strange dang so I'm not gonna focus on the no hygiene thing but you as an I uncle, don't even know if they have no hygiene you as an uncle though like if you see them like dress sloppy or whatever do you intervene and be like come on. Hey, pick your pants up. Hey, grab this rubber. I, I did give him, I, I did give them both a pack of condoms for Christmas. What? That is what I'm talking what are about. You, why? That's funny. To make embarrass them in front of everybody. Like that's what you do. Did they open it in front of everybody? Oh yeah. <laughs> did some were some of them like what like did they ever go like what what are these? Well, they both. Well, the one the younger one who's a freshman in high school, he was the first one to open it, and he opens it up and he goes, and it gets all kind of quiet and he goes. This can't be really what it is. And then he opens it and he goes, this is really what it is. And he got red in the face. What did mom and dad do? uh, They they laughed a little bit. They laughed a little bit. So they thought it was funny? Yeah. 
They, I mean, they didn't. I mean, it was, and everybody else was like, my sister was laughing pretty good. My dad. Because if laughing. you were my brother and you gave my son condoms, I'd be like, what the f is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> no, they obviously go Van Wilder or not Van Wilder. They go National Lampoon style at Christmas. Yeah, kind of funny gifts. Like back when they were, I would say nine and eleven. I uh, wrapped up two Barbies in the same package and I put two E and C from, you know, Uncle Box and they rip it open and they get halfway through the opening and they realize what it is. And I mean, it was like instantaneous. They both, oh, what, 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 what makes you think we want a Barbie? And they threw it across the room. Hilarious. And so you just kind of do joke gifts ever since. Yeah, and do you really want to be the family? Oh, this is a nice painting I've wrapped up for you, Eddie. Do you like it? That's I mean, who, who wants to be a rich family like that? Yeah, opening it, it, up. Boring. No, no, no. <laughs> Eddie, I Eddie, think there's a happy Eddie, medium, right? I got right? you a very, the world's finest lamp I want you to put in your house. That's not funny or fun. Get him a pack of 12 rubbers, dude. So Christmas is about funny and fun. Well, you get the good, you, you still give them real gifts, but you got to oh, mix in a joke okay. gift every now I, and then. I thought that they just got condoms for Christmas from Uncle Bob. Yeah, coach, they got 12 Jimmies. No, that's what I thought. There's always a side no, gift. No, and then or, they got a gift card. I or mean, then because you go slap them on the ass, you give them 20 bucks. Oh, at, at that okay. age, at, at that age, they don't want anything but gift cards. They want weed. They is, want, that, is that right? Yeah. I want to get a card here. They want like PS3 games or something? Not that I remember them or saying. PS4. It was more gift card, Nike shoes. and Shoes. Well, I, I, I'm not shoes are big with teen, big with teenagers. Oh, the, I thought shoes were big when we were kids. They're even bigger now. Coach, and there are so many that there's no way that you're gonna get. Back when we were young, it was just like, oh, I already have these shoes. Like, no, no, no. Now they make thousands and thousands of shoes. Here's my belief: is I never had expensive shoes, like fancy, cool shoes. That's okay. The gift's not for you, though. No, no. Okay. So I will never buy anybody nice, That's expensive the spirit, shoes. Coach. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Okay, I didn't <laughs> have a house growing up, so now I will never. No. Hey, I never had fire. Rub those two pieces of wood together. Create I just fire. don't. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking I, about? I don't understand the shoe That's thing. That's fine, but if they want it as a gift, like, like I'm talking about your kids. Like if you if Baby Box grows up and he's a teenager and he wants LeBrons. No, no chance. No chance. That's the one thing he wants no for chance. Christmas? No chance. Oh that, that's coming, dude. So I've already heard hey, five different NBA players my nephew wants. Baby Box has pulled the wrong card in life. That's just terrible. It sucks. Oh, Coach, my nephew. So you're telling me if you're a 12-year-old wants Jordans, you're going to buy I him Jordans? I said teenager. Okay, 13. Hey, that's, Do, that's you know how much Jordans are? 100 and something dollars. And coach, it's $110 maybe. Okay, you want to know how much I, I got for shoes when I was a kid? Coach, you were a kid in the 80s. <laughs> you want to know how much my dad? 50 bucks. That's great. That's it. Coach, for what? It, that was 30 shoes. years that ago. That was it. That was the max. Ooh, that was, that'd be tough to get a pair of Nikes with that. Yeah, Coach, that was 20 oh, years ago. Oh, I got ago. the bottom of the line Nikes. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and if I wanted anything more, get a job. <laughs> at 13? Yep. Go get a job at 13. Coach, said, this isn't Mexico. You I, can't work at listen, 13. I am telling you, it was $50. And if I want anything more, go find the money yourself. We'll, we'll, we'll talk in a few in a few years. No, I am not. There's no coach. It's his Christmas. I, you I am, can't put your terrible life in his and make it his now. No, I, I, I'm not making it. My, my life wasn't You're, terrible. It sounds terrible. Do you, you know what I wore? Sandals. No. Do you think my life was so bad that I didn't have Jordans or no, the Reebok clubs? No. Okay. Coach. It made me understand, you know what? If I want something, I got to go work for it. Yeah. And I would I would never. Coach, you're talking about a 13-year-old. Stop it. Work for it. 
Uh, yeah, I went and mowed lawns in the neighborhood if okay. I wanted something. Okay. I never would, I would never, like, I don't even buy myself LeBrons. I'm not going to buy my nephew or my kid Christmas LeBrons. Christmas present idea for him for next year. LeBrons. Get him some LeBrons. No. The ones that Velcro over. God, no. <laughs> he comes in and I'm doing his wind pants. Hey, they're fluorescent <laughs> hey, orange. You guys are right. These things are comfy as hell. <laughs> I got the LeBrons. Hey, they're Laker colors. <laughs> I got 23 on them. <laughs> He's got jeans hey, from high school. Him and brother, LeBron. him and brother walk by each other in the hallway. Brother's got his Kansas City Chiefs shoes. He's got the LeBrons. <laughs> hey, hey, lunch is walking down the hall. You hear? <laughs> hey, he cares about a basketball now. After everywhere he goes, I'm dribbling down the hallway. You know what I mean? I set it on my desk. Like, yeah, look at that. Okay, I take it back. I wish I had LeBrons when I was. Have a kid. you ever had nice shoes like that? I had. I remember one Christmas I got Jordans, and that was my only gift, and it was the best gift I ever got. My whole thing on Christmas is if you're going to get one big gift, make it one good gift. I don't like Yeah, like a bike. Yeah, I don't That's like fine. I don't like getting them 20 uh small gifts. Like if they want something, I don't mind going like, "All right, kid, it's Christmas. You got what you wanted." But that's it. I I just never like if I had LeBron's or Jordans when I was a kid, I would have been scared to wear them to get them. I wouldn't want to get them dirty. Coach, the whole thought. Like, there's no way. The whole thought of of having those kind of shoes when you were kids is that you could be like Jordan. I remember, like, if I bought Jordans, I was going to play like Jordan. Obviously, it's not true. But that was the whole. You did think for a second until you started dribbling and shooting (laughs) that you were Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Until you walked out the door and got on the court. That's right. That's right. You you laced him up. You felt like him. And then after that, like that moment passed the minute you grabbed the ball. And there's also a thing, too. Like Jordan wore those back when we were kids. I don't think. Does LeBron wear his one of his 100 design shoes that that he puts out? I assume, yes. On the court while he plays? I assume. I assume he has You're to. You're right, though. Literally, I the Jordans know. you would buy are the ones Jordan was wearing, was wearing. <laughs> on TV that night. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I would assume he has to wear them. Like, Steph Curry wears the Currys. Not oh, right now. Oh, I thought, I thought there was a line of them. I don't know. I thought, like, LeBron's wasn't, like, a one-shoe. Well, well Harden, I mean, they come Harden's out with new. Come out with like three or four. Right. Okay, okay, okay. They come out with new ones every. I don't my know son how long. mentioned the Kyrie's or something. Oh, there you go. Talk to my nephew. Two hundred bucks. The there you go. Go get them. I didn't buy them those. Why? Well, because we got him something else that he wanted. No, but he we, really wanted them. No, no. He, again, he wanted. He did the list of t- twenty things. I'm like, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. Yeah, Pick, I would. Give I me a priority. Scissors list. and cut that in half and made it ten to start and then rolled with that. It's just interesting that you, that's the way you look at. It. I just never look at like my parents. Like Jerbo and Guess were oh huge. Oh my gosh, those pants! They were huge when I was a kid. Do you think my parents ever got me a pair of those? Uh-uh. Nope, nope. So you didn't. You weren't able to wear the popular stuff. So the kid ain't wearing the popular. Wait, so stuff. you? But would you tell your parents like, "Hey, I really want these Jerbos." Jerbos, yeah, yeah. Fran- yeah. Francis Francois or Jerbos? Yeah. Nope. Sorry. Dang. I I got one pair of Jerbo shorts like. Oh, you got the, half no, of no, what no. you wanted. No, errors. You know, they yes, at yes, Solo yes. Serve. You go to Solo Serve and so it's like the seam down the front. They were like mess ups. <laughs> They're on discount. And my parents didn't even buy them for me. This kid, Michael, clearly, I was shopping with him and his mom. And I was like, man, I've always wanted a pair. And his mom bought me a pair of the shorts. I mean, they were like knock off seeing like the lines were like the stripes or something was wrong but now, that, your parents probably i mean was it like they just didn't they didn't have the one they didn't really didn't have money to just kind of splurge on whatever um i think it's one they didn't have the money to splurge and i just don't think they believed in needing because i mean as a kid you grow out of that stuff so fast and you don't take care right. of it that's true so 
I, I think they believed in, man, you don't need that crap. Exactly. And, and, and I, they were right. No, Looking now back. The, now you look back, you're like, it was all pretty much a waste of money. You could have gotten the waste of money. shoes ever. Right. And so that's why I look at it as my kid. I, I, I understand that I'm going to face those battles coming up with my kids. They're going to want. you got 10 years, Coach. No, I understand that. But I, I, I'm going to face those battles. But that's just how I was raised. And that's what I believe is like, man, I don't need to be wasting my money. Like right now when I go clothes shopping, if it ain't on the sales rack, I don't need it. Because if, if you buy something brand new, if you just wait two months, it's going to be on the, the closeout rack. So, I, li- I live right next to the Marshalls and the Rosses. There you go. If you, that's the only place I shop. You don't need to go to the full price place. Go to Nordstrom Rack where everything comes from the regular store when it's ready. They're trying to clear it out and it's freaking 15 bucks. But I'm telling you, the rich people shop at those expensive stores and they look so dumb when something goes out of style. And they always take these unbelievable stretches when it comes to attire and what they wear and they look ridiculous. A majority of rich people don't know how to dress. I'm telling you right now. Because they take those leaps that you don't need to. Look at me. Oh, I'm dressed in all black right now. I could not nice be. V-neck, I could not be in any more style. I feel good. I look good. But I mean, and that means is, you podcast good. Podcast good. Like this is all <laughs> budget crap. The people that are rich, I would have come in in a pink coat, and I'd have looked ridiculous. <laughs> no, but pink because coat I'm rich. with yellow dots <laughs> and, and a blue stripe on the back. Exactly. Yeah. Because I watch my my wife watches uh, Project Runway. It's where they design clothes. And you like, watch it, though. You watch no, it. No, I do watch it because right, I'm so a good... So you, you can leave your wife out of it, and you watch the show. <laughs> and I've become, <laughs> I, I've come to like it because it, it, it's entertaining. It's a competition. And they put these outfits together, and they're like, oh, I could see a woman wearing that. I'm like, in what world would a woman wear that? No one would... Wear, I've never seen anybody wear anything like that in my life. That are on the runways. Yes. I agree 100%. Then what's the point of the runway? I don't really understand that either. Because that's a great point. Because they always come out with these extravagant clothes, like, oh... That I could definitely see a, a, a working woman wearing that, and I'm like, working I could never, woman? I could never see someone in my office wearing that outfit. And I now. think they take a part of that outfit, dumb it down, make it less expensive, and then sell it to the masses. Maybe one percent of people wear that actual outfit, but for the most part, they make it so that a lot of people will be comfortable with it, and it's not like crazy stripes and stuff. They just do one stripe of that. Now, the Victoria's Secret show. If you had money to splurge. Would you buy your wife or girlfriend what you see on that runway? I I, I mean, what? a bra and panties? Yeah, yeah, no, but those are extravagant bra and panties. I don't think they are. I think they're just the normal ones you go to the well, store the and buy. Well, the ones, the angels. The angels, that's they what I'm talking about. They come with the about. wings. Well, so I'm not going to buy my wife the wings. You wouldn't? No. For a special night? No. <laughs> I don't need my wife. You know how annoying that would be to take those wings off? High heels? Ah, dang, no, like, high heels on it? She has her own high heels. Okay. And what if he wasn't expecting it? He'd think that he died. You ever bought your chick uh, good lingerie? No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Why get, are you smiling? Why I mean, smiling? I've, got, I've gone to Victoria's Secret and got her some of the, you, you know. You did? Yeah. yeah. How, how, what was that? I've never done it. What was that process? Coach, that's square one. What? That's like the easiest Christmas gift ever. Yes. Really? Yeah. Or just a surprise on a I've Wednesday, I've never dude. bought that for Christmas. Coach, I, No, you don't have to do it on Christmas because you don't want her to open that in front of your family. That's oh. in front of the kids. He said, right? Ray said Christmas. I he didn't have cri- kids. Yeah, so it was fine. So I was able to do it year one or two at Christmas. Eddie, also, with your uh, with your wife, not being a creep, but when you go in the store, <laughs> the ladies are actually very helpful. No, they really and are. are they? Yeah, I feel weird. She'll, no. say, she'll say, hey, does she have as big of her boobs my they size? They say stuff Coach, like that? I'm dead serious. Dead serious. And they you, ask and I'm me like, the size. Go, no, and I'm, me. I'm just like, um, uh, and she's like, so are her boobs a lot like this? I'm like, ah, 
Uh, it's like getting hot in there, dude. Just like Chevy Chase and Christmas Vacation. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like sweating. I'm like, ah. Uh. She's like, do you like the black? Let me go get the red real quick. And I'm like, okay. Uh, do you like it a little more lacy? Uh, <laughs> Do you want to see uh, these in the dressing room? Stop. Uh, stop. Uh, uh, uh. stop it. Is it like that for Is real? there a way for me to maybe see these in 3D? Uh, you're so stupid. Can we, lay out the, can we lay out the runway right here? Coach, I mean, Coach, I'm telling you, they are more helpful than you they, would they, think. They really are. They are there. They are so professional, and they are so nice. And like you walk in, and they come up to you like, hey, is there anything in particular you're looking for? Like, do you know dimensions or sizes? Uh, and he's explaining it. I like it when there's the whale tail G-string. <laughs> yeah, when, when, when the whale tail's out of the back of the jeans, that's my favorite. Oh. Okay, all right. Gosh, they know when a guy needs help. They you do. They, they, they do. see the desperation in your eyes when you walk into that store. Really? You I'm going to try it someday. You, you should try well, my, it. My problem with lingerie, though, is like my wife will buy lingerie, and she'll be like, ooh, look what I buy, or whatever, and like, cool. And then... When it comes time, I'm just like, great. Can you take them off? <laughs> like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, I don't like, want like, It's a waste of time. Uh, right. I'm like, I, I don't even want them on you. Like, and, and don't you think, though, like, like <laughs> I want it off. It, it doesn't take, it, it, for me, I think the fun part is, like, giving her the lingerie lets her know, hey, I want to see you in this. Yes. I, instead of her having to go buy it and be like, I look good in this. Like, you get her something, and she's wow. like, then I really know I look good. Wow. You just changed perspective. Yes, like, yes. If you go get her some lingerie and just th- leave it on the bed on a Wednesday or something. Or I want to like, see you in this. No, you don't have to say it. You just leave it. Be like, happy Wednesday. See you tonight. She's going to be like, dang, he wants to see me in that. Yeah. You guys, I don't know. I don't I don't even know if I can do this Victoria's Secret thing. Then don't do that. Go to the Triple X bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, I'll get distracted. There's one in town. I'm always in my oh, chick. I'm like, by there. I'm like, hey, what if we swung by there right now? How funny would that be? <laughs> Who actually goes those damn things? A lot of people. Uh, I see cars. Uh, out you there know what I do time. love is the ones on the side of the highway that have the big fence around them. So you can't see whose car is the one in Austin. No, no, they're everywhere. Every small city. Like on the drive. No, no, no. It's not those. You know the ones that. But why do they have the fence around them? So they don't see. Because uh, if the wife's driving by, they don't see the husband's car in there. That's so Coach, ridiculous. I, that's like, what, what I are thought. the odds are that they're going to see. Oh, the, uh, uh, there's a million white vans in the world. Oh, that. Wait. That looks like my husband's white van. And Turn what around. if he worked there? He's just walking around all day his work with a boner? No, <laughs> I, I don't think that they. It's just like you, you work uh, at McDonald's, okay. you don't eat McDonald's anymore. All right. Right? I don't know about that. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, because if I work at a strip club, I'm going to still be looking. Would you? After a while, you'd probably just be like, all right, this is just work. Um, well, yeah. I mean, but I'm still going to be attracted to girls. Right. I know, but you're not staring the whole time. That's like, probably true. Okay. But anyway, my, the ones that are weird to me are the ones when you're doing a road trip. You're oh, taking a road trip. I was going to say the exact same thing. And you're in Continuous. the middle of no, nowhere. No I'm talking, coach, between Paducah and Pittsburgh. like, And you're like, where the hell are you going? There is nothing, not even a gas station, but there's a lion's den or whatever uh, they're or called. Or a XXX Stravagance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hey, <laughs> what about the semi-truck drivers? They've got to pull in that, there. They're trying oh, to back yeah. it up. Shoot, that's they're that's exactly that's, who that's for. It's for the semi-truck <laughs> drivers. Oh, you couldn't be any more obvious. You're pulling your semi into the triple X store. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Jimmy, it looks like you didn't <laughs> make it on time to drop your load. Oh, no, I dropped my load. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, there uh, hey, they're inside. They can hear a boom. <laughs> <laughs> Got a customer. Here comes Jackson. <laughs> <laughs>
And he's having to reverse it. <laughs> knocks, hey, knocks over the fence. Like, oh, man, that's so funny. Because you're right. They're in the middle of nowhere. And you answered my question. That's truck drivers. That's it. Oh, man. That's it. I didn't even think about that. It's a lonely truck driver. Yeah. And the nearest town's probably like an hour away, 30 minutes away. What do you always call that when they go to a truck stop? Something rats? Oh, lot lizards. Lot lizards. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's them. That's those you girls. Ever, you ever go to like uh, a pilot or oh, love? Big old, yes. Love, They're the, everywhere. The, the big gas stations, the ones that have like 50 pumps now, and now, the truck I got pumps a question. in the back. You'll <laughs> Are see there a any lot, lot lizards lizard? at uh, Bucky's in like oh, Texas? No, 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 no. Bucky's won't allow lot lizards. Too nice. Classy. Yeah. Dude, my parents, we were meeting my grandma and stuff. We we're up in Michigan and we park in the back of this pilot. I'm and like, you found Graham in no. the back? <laughs> she oh, was no. a lot lizard. No. Graham was a lot lizard. That's how you found out Granny oh was a lot lizard. My grandma, my mom, and my aunt were walking across the parking lot. And they looked like three lot lizards. Oh, no. I was like, get the hell in the car. <laughs> All the drug up. <laughs> They're like, hey, where are you hey, headed? Uh, Later. We lost Grandma. <laughs> God. Grandma. Grandma went with Maurice. He, he was taking a load up in Des Moines. Go. Oh, man. Poor Grandma. Poor Grandma and poor Clemson. Oh, oh boy. Man, and guys. Hey, guys, you have to tell me what happened. I didn't watch any of that. I know. You and me both. I'll tell you all about <laughs> it. It was 7 hey, to nothing when I went to bed. I thought Clemson was national champions. It, it, it was actually a really it was a competitive game. Uh, Clemson came out and was confusing LSU early. Just Their defense was just... Getting to Joe Burrow, they pinned him deep a couple times, but once LSU figured out what was going on with that defense, they made the adjustments, and then after that, Clemson's defense never made the adjustments, and it was just a slow and steady burn. Burn, and and, and the game was very it was competitive. Clemson had their chances. But Lawrence was just off. It was it, it was the worst game I've seen him play. Oh, so he wasn't hitting guys or no, he wasn't he was running? In, no, he wasn't hitting guys. He was inaccurate. A lot of overthrows. So when you said the guy that's most experienced in those situations and won't be nervous was nervous and not No, I don't know well. if he was nervous. I think the LSU pressure was getting to him, so he wasn't able to step into his throws, and so he was airmailing a lot. Just a lot of – he how, felt he felt the pressure. How does LSU – I know the game's already set in stone a year ahead of time. How do they get to play in L- – where is it? New Orleans. New Orleans home I mean, it's an hour away. Yeah, but oh, I mean, what was the crowd like? Half 80, and half? No, 80 20. Okay. Coach, it was a home it game was for LSU. Rocking LSU. Yeah, that makes rocking. sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that probably has a lot to do with it. LSU, no, no. LSU was just the better team. Watching the game, you realize LSU was the better team, and LSU will go down as one of the best teams in the history of college football and we didn't even know what was going on that's they, sad the the tw- 2000 is it 18 2019 or two, 2020 2019 the 2019 lsu tigers will go down in history yes. as the best team yes they beat five of the top eight teams in the final poll wow. on their way to a championship i mean so, that so, but 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 going in though you never thought that they were they were off the radar well, before the season. I don't know. Burroughs was two hundred and fifty to one odds to win the Heisman. Yeah, they were twenty no, I, or thirty to one it. to win the national I get it, title. But you saw the games they played all year. Clemson didn't play crap, but you still went into this national championship thinking that Clemson could is the better team and would win. I thought Clemson's well, defense. Why? And now and now after seeing yesterday, what? Because here's the thing: Clemson had a chance 
to win back-to-back national titles, and they were going to be they're going to be favored going into next year. So that if they win last night, they have a chance to three-peat. And then LSU goes into last night beating all these top teams, and then if they go in and beat another top teams, they're going down as one of the best teams in history. So you had two colossal storylines, and I just thought Clemson had the what it took to take to beat them. I, I thought their defense would be able to slow down Joe Burrow and, and they LSU. Did at first. They did the first quarter. And then they just methodically started wearing them out, and they just started picking them apart. And the DB for Clemson, his name's Terrell. I, I want someone to do a welfare check on this poor kid because he was getting beat like a drum. Chase what, had like two. The wide receiver for LSU had like two hundred and forty yards on this poor guy. I mean, every time. But they, I, saw, I saw a couple of those passes. They were great catches. Right? Yes, but every time they were, they saw Terrell over there on Chase. They were just like, ah, audible. Shit, we're going to we're going that way. We're, they threw it at him all night long, and LSU's wide receivers were just so good. They were just so good. They were good all year, and they were good last night. I thought the DBs for Clemson could hold up. They couldn't do it. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. How did, yep. how did, how did Bur- Burroughs look just as a Coach, he had six touchdowns. He, coach, I don't look at numbers. I want to know what he looked like. He I looked, watch games with my eyes, Coach. Did you see the video of him smoking a stogie outside? Coach, of the, I'm asking on the He field. did like a boss. <laughs> he had a big old cigar afterwards like, what up? He is 30. Coach, they I mean, all he had smoked cigars. a couple of those. I know, but it he was looked, like someone had a baby. They were passing him you're out. T- and you're telling me there's no alcohol in those locker rooms? Come on. There has to be, right? they have champagne? No. No, but they act like they're under not. 21. Some of them. A lot of them, but I'm, there's airplane bottles being about a passed lot of around. A lot of them. There are eight, like 21 is when you graduate college. That's not true. I graduated at 23. <laughs> Dang, dude! What you get? Oh, wait, wait, is that I, not normal? I didn't know you were a non-traditional student, dude. Did you get a master's, dude? 21. Oh, crap. did you get your PhD, dude? I didn't know yeah. you were advanced. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah. You call me doctor? Did Eddie. you double what, major? What was your thesis on, man? Oh, uh, life. Okay. Took me a while to just figure that one out. That's the that, that's the mean? thing. When did you graduate? 20- 21. Coach? Uh, in four years, but when I was 23. Because you started later. Uh, what? 
because I did in a, four years. He was just laughing at me for graduating twenty three. In, in four years, years, but when I was twenty three, that means he went to the mill so, for three years. Did you take a gap year? No, just it just happened. My birthday hit right as I was graduating, so I ended up being. It seemed like I was there for five. So years. So you graduated high school at nineteen. I graduated a semester late. In college. How the hell do- So four and a half years. Yeah. How do people drink in college towns then? It's they, illegal. Just, no, coach, at bars. What do you mean? You get a buddy to write your exes at, off. at a college bars, usually in college towns, it's 18 and up to get into the bar. No, no I'm talking- Oh, and no one's drinking except the seniors? Your buddy's <laughs> handing you drinks. They're not yeah. very strict. Usually, usually okay, usually Okay, if I was an uh, alcoholic and beverage officer, I would just go to every college bar and make my quota coach, in like all January. of them are uh, underage. It's 21 and 22-year-olds usually that are seniors in, in college. That was not my vibe in college. But, I was drinking all the time legally. But you also legally. get drunk before the bars. And well, then yeah, because you were 42 years old in college, <laughs> no, coach, I dude. wasn't the only one that was 21 or 22 in college. you got to understand, how many people went to your school? I don't know. I have no clue. Couldn't even tell you. Okay. So let's say 20,000. Okay. So half of those are going to be juniors and seniors and they can drink. So you're talking 10,000 people. Half the, half the school can drink. Half can't okay. legally. Okay. So that's why you seems that, that everybody sense. can drink. All right. And also, I mean, I would see more people are 17, 17 and a half, 18 going to college. So for a good three years, you're not able to drink. I mean, it, yeah, a lot. Well, a lot of people graduate high school at 18, and they turn 19 before they go to college or in the middle of their freshman year. Yes. So it's usually the middle of your junior year is when you're able to the beginning of junior, middle of junior year when you can start drinking. There legally. you go. Weird. I graduated high school at 17. So when I went to college, I was 18. I turned 18 a month before college started. So I was the youngest of the young. Oh yeah, you were young. Yes. So I couldn't drive until my junior year of college. <laughs> Coach, he can't drive, drink, anything. But what is this guy? Yeah, so that's what it is. That's okay. why there's no alcohol. Okay. But Joe Burrow, man, he looked good last night. And oh, it's Burrow without an S? I yeah, I think so. My bad. But I like the whole season let me tell you, to learn the Heisman's. He, you know what I didn't realize is he's fast. He can kind of run. Like he looks tall and he looks lanky, like he's not that quick. But man, whenever he whenever he made up his mind and went, boom, twenty yards. You ain't catching him. The Tom Brady's of the old are no longer existent. Very few and far between. Yes. It's a lot harder to be that. Yeah, you got to be able to run, even if you're not a dual threat. Even at Burroughs, he's not a dual threat, but apparently he's really fast. I mean, it was. So, I mean, isn't it easier for a lot of college quarterbacks to run? Though? Well, yes, because it's more okay. spread out. Thank you. Absolutely, you're right. But yeah, it was huge in the game. The it was huge in the game. It was, it was a big part of the game, and. They, he dropped. He, he made some great passes, and more. Of what I liked is what he said afterwards. He said to them, "Joe Burrow, they're interviewing him." And what, what does he talk like? Does he talk like Bergeron? <laughs> Tom Bergeron, uh, Ed Bergeron. What's his name? Oh, Bergeron. Gators. Go back to the Gators. Yeah. How does he talk? He talks like a kid from Ohio. Oh, okay. There's no. Okay. All right. Yeah. And he talked about the Burrow curse, about how his dad didn't win a national title. They, him and his brothers all lost in the state championship, and they finally got a title. His dad lost in the Grey Cup championship, and he goes, we finally got it. He goes, since I was five years old, I didn't dream about winning an NFL championship or winning the Heisman. I dreamed about hoisting this trophy. A two-star recruit wanted to go to Nebraska where his dad and his brother played. They didn't recruit him. Goes to Ohio State. Can't sniff the field. Goes to LSU. 
and he's the Heisman Trophy. He's going to be the number one pick in the draft, and he's a national champion. I mean, that transition, that moment in time when he decided to go from Ohio State as a backup to a starter at LSU is the most seminal, pivotal moment in the history of the kid's life. Yes. That moment, books need to be written about him. Coach, you do you grow up competitive? It's like your whole family. I know you. No, coach, I, I, you love to lose. I know you're very competitive. I am very competitive. But is your whole family competitive? Yeah. Okay. What, I would say it? most people are competitive. That's not true. My chick loves to win at games. Great. Everybody's competitive. Your chick's competitive. I don't. <laughs> I don't care to win everything. I don't think I don't, my wife. I don't that. mind losing. The other day, me and Lunchbox played golf. I lost. Cool. You're cool losing a bet. Who cares? Well, coach. I mean, if I lost like a thousand dollars, no. If I lost a dollar, that's why I bet a dollar. Who cares? Yeah, You're I want to no. apologize. That guy. He hedged it all five hundred on Clemson. I got to read the tweet because it actually he broke did it not. down. Yeah, coach, it broke it down perfectly. How absolutely? Uh, that's why you wait on those things. Wait. Wait, there, you can't wait. It is no, 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 what I'm saying is like, uh, wait out your parlay, dude. What? Did, yes, what did we tell him? We, you and I told yes. him, but this clown told well, him to hedge it. Quiet, because security. I loved Clemson. You want to have security. Clemson's going to win. I'm trying to find this guy because it broke it down perfectly. Uh, he, he goes, well, coach, I, I feel like giving up on life or something like I just that. wonder what it's like to be like this Joe Burrow kid and like have that pressure in your life where like dad was so close brothers are so close now it's on me like what's that like and if they would have lost like is that just heartbreaking and then your whole family feels like failures and now you got to go do something else to make yourself feel better like what is i, I, I don't, I don't have would, that gene i don't think he would have felt like a failure i think he'd have been disappointed he lost but i still think he would have felt proud of where he came from and what he's accomplished and he was going on to the next level and it just felt good like it felt awesome to bring a championship home it's sort of like I want to know what it's like to grow up in those households, like the Watt household. Just think how competitive that house was. I I picture the Watt household like them wrestling and breaking lamps every time. Everything. Like, I feel like they broke couches. I feel everything. like they had no furniture because it was all broken. Right. The Gronkowskis. I mean, the Gronkowskis. I can't even put my head around what that house Can you was. You imagine them up. arguing at breakfast, breaking glasses and tables, and probably over each other's heads. Right. Just because they're arguing over something. Something stupid. Give right. me the lucky charge. No, right. give me the lucky charge. Oh my god, here you go. Okay. That, sorry, it took ten no, years. Coach, we were stalling the parlay for your dude guy said, Hey, should I hedge this parlay? He did a jackass fifty dollar bet. And he had a chance to win five hundred. Right. He won six games. It was six games. It was an amazing he, he run. He five. It. He he hit it because LSU won. It was amazing. It was amazing. All he had to do was let the parlay play out and he Which won five hundred dollars. You said and what I said. What we said, and he, what does he do? He hedges it and puts 500 on Clemson plus six and a half. Mm. Then he bought a half point to expand the window. So his window he was hoping for is that LSU would win, but they wouldn't win by more than six and a half. And he goes, the middle would pay 900. So he's hoping for this window of six points where he would get $916. That's That's what professional gamblers do. You guys realize that, right? He's not a professional gambler. In the six point window, he would get 900. Over here, if Clemson wins, he would get 366. Less than his original parlay. If LSU, but he would still get something. I know. But if LSU won, zero. He would get $0 and lose $450. No, lose the potential to have that. No. Yeah. Yeah. He, no, no, no. He didn't lose any money. He, he put he 500 lost down. 50. No, he... He won the parlay. Okay, so the Correct. parlay... Yeah, he, he won the parlay, okay. so he lost $50. No, no, no. So I guess he said if LSU covers, it's zero. Right, if LSU, he came no, out no, no. absolutely zero. Right, he broke. I mean, after good all. 
God. But that's what he wanted. Yeah. That's what a hedge bet does. Yes. That's what you want. He was trying to go oh, big. Whoever no. you are, listen to me. The whoever... point of a hedge bet is to guarantee yourself money. Correct. That's a hedge. No. That, yeah, yeah. Hedge is to guarantee then money. Then you must lose a lot. If you hedge to guarantee that you don't lose or win. Yeah, yeah. A, hedge <laughs> is, a hedge is supposed to be guarantee yourself money. If you're a total loser, yes, then you're hedging just to make break If you even. want to hedge to break even, then why the hell even bet in the first place? No, well, you need to get out of Vegas. Okay, I see what you're saying, but in this in the in this parlay's instance though, he was had $50 at risk. From the very beginning, he had $50 at risk. That's it. Yes. That's all he was risking. Right, right. $50. But you don't understand how you're you're, you're looking at it a weird way. I'm looking at it as a lot as what you're going to lose. Because gambling, you don't look at how much you can win. You know you do. You no, do. No, you don't. Yes. Because yes, when you hedge, you are looking at how much you can win. If you are hedging, if you have a five-game parlay sitting here, five hundred dollars, and you can win a hundred thousand dollars, you are looking at the hedge as to okay, I can guarantee. I'm talking before hedge. Before hedge, you placed a fifty-dollar parlay. But the reason that you, you would think that these six games would hit, right? Right. You, you hit got five of them. Five. So then, that's when you head. Dumbass, this is what you did the bet for. To win $500. Let it ride. No, but but he shouldn't have involved the point spreads. All he needed to do was money line Clemson. He already had LSU money lined. Do a money line of $100 and you're guaranteed to win like $250. He he didn't need uh, to risk five hundred. It, it was the gr- it was the greedy. What do we call it? Yeah, it was the greedy. Gra- he was greedy, greedy gap. over a six hundred dollar gap. He, but that's okay. It's okay to be hun- greedy over six hundred dollars. But it was a du- no a six point gap of touchdown seven. He had a gap that wasn't even a touchdown in a game where only touchdowns were going to be scored. It there, was there the was du- no no no. You get field goals and it can be a, what was the final score? Five point what game. was the final score? Touchdown uh, City. It's not a Green Bay, or it's not a... They kicked a field goal. Okay, but I'm saying NFL game? I mean, what is a game that's going to have touchdowns and field goals? Chiefs? Every football game. Damn it all! Chiefs Chiefs ain't going to kick field goals. What are you talking about? So you never want to kick field field goals all the time. Yeah, they have Bucker. He's their kicker. What are you talking about? Titans are going to kick field goals. No, they're not. They've only kicked eight on the year. Oh, my goodness. Stop talking. Last night's game, you knew it was only a touchdown game. So why would you bet a six line? Uh, that was that's weird. That's weird that he okay. put, picked a six line. Look, the greedy gap. I, I, man, I, I, as that game unfolded towards the end, I was like, dang. But the score, it, it was a good game. And Joe Burrow, what I was saying is, mm-hmm. I loved his speech afterwards. Yeah, you said that already. No, I didn't even get to the part I loved. Oh, there's more. He already gave the Heisman speech. Just copy and Coach, paste. You that told one. the whole thing about my family, like my my dad, no, my brothers. That's not the part I love. And you know what? As a kid, he couldn't hoist that because they never had the fourteen playoff does system. Hoist mean? Put something in the air. Oh, hey, but they never had the fourteen playoff when he was no, a kid. He was talking about the national championship. That's what he was saying. Hoist the national championship. He didn't know about the fourteen playoff as a kid. Damn words. Pick up the trophy, hold it up, <laughs> raise it above your head, show it proud. Like what the? Hoist? He got up there. Crown their ass. <laughs> hey, you can crown them. They won. LSU champs. But he got up there and he said, "Listen, this isn't just about me. This isn't about Coach O. This isn't about the offensive line, the defensive line, That's our right. defensive and ba- defensive backs. It's about the Gators in the swamp. God, he said, man, Jesus, the man upstairs. It's about the chefs." It's about the, the athletic okay, trainers. Okay, stop it. Stop it. it whoa, 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 whoa. It, I'm going to stop you right there. That's, that is plagiarism. 
That he speech stole that from Derek, Derek Henry. Henry. Get out of here with that. What are you talking about? Derek Henry did the same speech when they beat when they beat uh, um, Baltimore. Baltimore. The same exact. No, it wasn't Baltimore. Before that, Patriots. It was, it was the Patriots. He, he did said, the same speech. I want to thank from the people that clean the locker rooms, everyone involved in this organization. I want to thank all of them. What a freaking cheat! And he he just stole threw it. He said, "I want to thank the dining room assistants, oh my God. the equipment okay. staff. Everybody gets a part of this. It's just—it's not just up, up here, us I here on the thank stage. The guy that does the urinal cakes. I want to thank. So thank you so much, King. I mean, uh, uh, thank you, LSU." I want to thank the people that cut the grass. Oh, wait, we play on turf. Uh, I want to thank Ryan Tanner. I mean, uh, uh, the chef, the chef. I want to thank uh, Mario. I mean, the the, the the guy that sweeps the floor. I yeah, was thank- he reading it? Was it on a prompter, Coach? You really think he stole that from Coach, Derrick Henry? how did this happen two two weeks ago? Because here's the thing. I never heard the Derrick Henry. Well, that's okay, Coach. You don't see everything. I saw Derek it. Derrick Henry literally goes, I want to thank the people in the dining room feeding us. He, he literally <laughs> said, it's not just us from the field of the coaches. Coach, Derrick Henry named everybody in the Titans Everyone. facility. Everyone. Oh my gosh. Now, let's just be, let's be silent. Man. I want the listeners to know what it's like to do a podcast with Lunchbox. Be silent while he researches well, it and, and tries the, to prove no, it. No, I, no, I just want to. This. Like, this makes me sad if he stole it from Derrick Henry. He, I, he straight this up. This is stole generational it. now because back in the day there was everybody thanked God, but now people now the new it <laughs> thing to do is thank the facilities and the kitchen staff and the people that place God, the urinal cakes. God got trumped by the janitor. <laughs> all of a sudden now you just name the people on the all the entire staff at this facility. Well, you know what the good thing here. Let's look at the positive side. It is what, that now a lot more people will start be getting thanked, like uh, the, our mailman. The garbage guy. Let's spread it out even more. Yes. Our our accountant. You have no, an accountant? If it was a good reporter. No, I'm saying like these guys. The Speaking reporter should have said. Did you see OBJ, Odell Beckham on the freaking field after the game? In the field. He's in the locker room. Uh, yeah, he was handing out wads of cash to all the players. Really? <laughs> like. Really? Look, like, look at this guy. Like, I do not understand. Are they going to get in trouble for taking cash from Well, they're all going pro, so look at them. Handing out $100 bills, wads of them. There you go, buddy. Great job. Like, what, uh, is, o- what is Odell Beckham Jr. doing? NCAA. Might need to look into that yeah, one. That's a problem. Like, I don't understand. What is he thinking? You know that player was like, that, oh, That's what he thinks this. about is hand out $100, like, wads of cash to these kids. You know what that player should have done? It's just like, no, nah, I can't accept that. <laughs> the NCAA would have loved no, it. No, no, hey, get me, get me back in the locker room. Yeah, yeah, hit me up later tonight. I'll come pick it up. Hey, Ven- Venmo? Do Venmo? <laughs> they touch phones? Cool, thank you. It was very interesting. <laughs> I was like, strange, man. Strange thing to be handing out wads of cash to these kids in front of all the media. Like, why not just congratulate them, Odell? Gotta make it about you and hand it out have money. money. Well, what if, sometimes do the dumbest things. What if Odell made a like a ten thousand dollar bet and he won? He's like, here's uh, like Odell a, made a ten thousand dollar bet, coach. That's an interesting, interesting angle. I don't five hundred thousand. What what coach? I mean, I would imagine what it number was you hundred thousand. Okay, probably. and then he gave him a thousand in cash. Like ten thousand puckers me. That's up. that's a that's a a dealer tip. Like thanks dealer. Here's a tip. I just found it interesting. Did Odell not realize there were cameras rolling? I mean, he's in the middle of the field, and there's no microphones coach, no coach. everywhere. That's exactly why he did it. That's exactly why he did it. Why he did Odell, it, but that's exactly why the other players didn't want him to do it. Odell can't it. let those kids have the moment. He's got to come out there and be like, hey, look what I'm doing. I'm Odell. I went to LSU. Here you go. And Randy Moss, I mean, he was actually up in the stands. He was so he, in the stands. He laid back. As, he was a proud dad. He was Leonard proud dad. Fournette, was he there? 
<laughs> no, his, he's not. Oh, I didn't see him. His brother quit the team, though. Oh, really? Zeke Elliott was there. Oh, what Zeke? about Honey Why? Badger? Why Honey was Badger there? was there. He was? Yeah. What about Trump? Trump was there. Really? Vince Vaughn was there. I saw that. I saw um, <laughs> who else was there? Dabo Sweeney was there. Blabo? I can't, but... Just so you know, heading into next year, Clemson's the favorite to win it all. Of course, course. they're every Come year on. with Blabo. They're going to be so mad. They're going to want revenge. Lawrence coming uh, back with longer hair all the way to his ass. What was that Saban video that you were oh, tweeting that, about? This dude goes, did you see what Saban said? And I was like, no, I didn't. I looked. I was like, damn, that's crazy. It's not even real. What you, did you even question it, coach? Dude, it was midnight, dude. I was taking care of a crying kid all night and i was like oh that's crazy i didn't even really i didn't i just had the audio i didn't watch it uh, what was the audio it was like they were it, it, the guy didn't even sound like saving it, it was like saving sitting on the set before the game and desmond howard or whatever asked him a question about you know is is lsu new, the new class of the whatever and same like oh they beat us one time in seven years and we're gonna talk about their i mean they get here one time one lucky transfer of joe burrow and Clemson, don't even get me started with Clemson. They don't have to play anybody. <laughs> it was like, it I, was a dude video in his TV, but with a with it mute, and he was doing the voice. Yeah, and it, it was funny audio, and I was like, "Damn, that's crazy! I can't believe Saban said that." Because I mean, I'm dealing with a crying kid. I'm tired, and I'm like, I didn't watch it. I just had the audio. And then he replies, he goes, oh, "It turns out that's fake." <laughs> I thought you guys were like really believing that it was real. Dude, I, I don't break it down. I just I listened to it and I was like, okay, moving on. There was a gif meme of Saban sitting there and they're like, he in his head right now is wanting to kill. He's imagining oh, murdering somebody. So mad because <laughs> he had to be on set. I mean, dude, he's never no, on no, set. No, no, no. He's coaching no, no, that no. game. That I don't like that they let him on set. That is just that's definitely a different dynamic. That that is ESPN saying, look at how much we love Alabama. We're gonna put Nick Saban up here. And we're going to give him the platform because we love Alabama, sort of like they love Duke in basketball. We're going to put Nick Saban up here. What other coach would you put up there? College football coach. A relevant college football coach that you would love to hear from. Okay. Why Pick not? one. ESPN. Pick you, one. No, hold on. You let me finish. Okay. Put in the Ohio State. Jason Day. He made it farther coach, than Alabama. He's had one year. One season. I understand why they do it. Harbaugh. No, no, no. Harbaugh. There you, you go. Don't. Harbaugh, he loses. What does Saban do? He's lost for the first time. He was been on top of the world. I he didn't win hear, last year. I want to hear what Grouch has to say. <laughs> what they did was interesting, though. On ESPNU, you had uh, four head coaches sitting around the table watching the game, and they talked about it as they watched it. That's pretty dope. It was awesome mm. to watch. It was so cool how they could break down a play like, Oh, they got that. They got that single coverage up here. I bet you that's where they're Second going. Second level stuff. huh? Second level. Did they forget sometimes that they're on camera. No. Like, ah. Oh. Uh. Well, I, th- I think that's cool because it kind of puts all the viewers in check of like, hey, idiots, all you freaking couch. They think you know stuff. Potatoes that think you know everything about why a game didn't turn out the way you thought it was. That's why. Yeah. Right. It you was, know nothing. It was really cool to watch, and they had the widescreen so you could see the players that get is open. Cool. And one time. Uh, Someone checked it down and missed a guy that cut wide open. He's like, oh, hold it. He's gonna, he's open. He, oh, he didn't see him. He didn't see him. Take it back. Take it. And they reverse it. And they're like, look, right as he throws it, the guy breaks open down deep for a touchdown. Oh, I mean, they were just, it now, was really cool. Now you watch this one time, right? Yeah. For, for a little bit. Now, would you watch it again? Yeah. Interesting. I, I would. Because it's interesting to hear some of the smartest people in the game. Who are the coaches? Any notable uh, Gundy ones? from uh, oh, Oklahoma State. Say no more. That's Patterson who. from uh, TCU. Who else was there? Um, Penn, crap. Penn State guy? 
Maybe no, no, I wasn't. Franklin. Did they shoot the crap at all? Like, hey, man, you couldn't get here, you douche. <laughs> yeah, do they mess with each other? <laughs> no, they didn't really talk trash. Okay, okay. they didn't really talk trash. They probably got to keep it pro. Yeah, they got to keep it pro. It was interesting. But back to the Saban thing. I just think they they put him on TV, and it's like, oh, here, look at all the recruits. He's Saban on TV. Give him an unfair advantage. Maybe it's just me because I hate Alabama do. and I hate Saban. It is just you. That is. Saban did have that same s- thing with Duke, coach. You gotta have Duke on there because they're a powerhouse. I understand, but they give them favoritism, and it's a- annoying. A- a- if an- if Kansas becomes another powerhouse again, they'll well, they have are powerhouse again. They're, they're far, coach. They're not very far they are very far no, from they, that. They got romp house by Oregon, right? Coach. By Oregon or by Baylor? Both of them. No, they, they didn't play they're, Oregon. They're both, they're both green. <laughs> they're both. They got the same colors, hey, kind of that I'm neon. <laughs> no, before we go, we got to talk about the Astros. What? They are cheaters. Yeah. We've known this, and but yeah, we, it looks like they're are now they, gonna, are, are they trash can? They're yeah. the trash okay, can okay, one. Okay, okay. Boom, trash can boom, gate. boom. Okay. So they come out with this like nine-page report. They suspend A.J. Hinch, the manager, a year. Yeah. The GM suspended a year. Did you say nine pages? I think it'd be more in-depth than that. I think that's what I read. <laughs> well, maybe front and back. <laughs> well, Coach, what was the thought, too? <laughs> so... They Two said, guys, they came out with this huge-ass report, nine pages. And they, they, they find the Astros. <laughs> college papers weren't even Five short. million dollars. What, Altuve, what did he get fined? No, no, not Altuve. Yeah, no. they take the trophy away? That's they, all I care about. They took away their first and second round draft pick this year and next year. Wait, didn't did they trade for that? Well, then here's what's crazy. So after the report comes out, they get, the manager and GM get suspended for a year. The owner says, no, that's not good enough. Fire. You're both fired. Ooh. Fired them both. Trump their so ass. They, You're fired. What it, it, the report basically <laughs> said is that the GM may have not known about it, but they hold him responsible for not knowing what's going on with his club. Oh, he knew about it when you hear a banging on a trash can every that, time your guys no, no, are at the right. back. The manager, A.J. Hinch, Coach. knew about it. Wasn't the, wasn't the architect, basically, but he let it go. He didn't put a stop to it. Alex Cora, who is now the manager of the Red Sox, is the one that pretty much orchestrated it, and he's going to get hammered, hammered with penalties because they're now investigating the Red Sox, and he's going to be probably suspended longer than that. And they said the culture in the Astros organization is very, very bad. Um, Bad culture. That I mean, they did get the World Series out of it, and they didn't take that away, so whatever. But my point is this. The umps never heard any of that banging on a trash can. But umps. the umps can't know what that means. Coach, you, uh, every no, time no, no, a guy's no. about to swing, you hear two hits to a trash it can? It could be someone in the in the audience. With a drum. The crowd. Anyways, guys, let's bring this to the lower levels. You don't think other kids are going to try and imitate and, make, and mimic this? You hear a kid always saying the same cheer. Come on, Jeremy. Come on, Mike. And Listen for this. If there's a guy on second base, he's stealing signs. You can get in trouble. If no, no, no. This is going to happen. This at was lower because of the technology. Now. But this is an idea. Yeah, but that's you can also why that, the you, second, you, second you base. You can steal signs with your eyes. There's no penalty for that, really. Except for the, the pitcher can hit you with the ball because you're stealing signs. Because and they, they change use signs. Technology. And, yes. <laughs> it's because that, that's they the used. The, yeah, they used hit. technology, but, and you're not allowed to do that. Okay, but maybe it's not illegal at the lower levels. But what I'm saying is because they can't use technology, they don't, they're not smart enough people. But what I'm saying is if you hear a kid all the time yelling, doing cheers, you even hear a banging. The other team's cheating. Switch up your signs. I'm just telling you, this is giving the idea to younger levels of class. But with can't kids. the second baseman steal the sign? Like he can. Gets- That's why you s- change up the signs. Well, the second baseman is um, on your team. On your team, so he's not stealing anything. The runner. The runner, I meant. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's right. why you he, change. And he can throw back a sign, and then they can bang on the trash can. Yeah, I don't know. that's why when they're on second base, they usually 
do a different indicator and they do a different, you know, they switch it up. And it usually switches throughout the game because they worry people are going to catch on. And mm-hmm. you can see where the catcher moves. If he moves inside or outside, yeah, and you if can you kinda... see the catcher move inside, come on, Jeremy. Anytime you say, your teammate says, come on, Jeremy, that means the catcher goes outside. Coach, there's ways. Listen, kids, just how, be aware how, of it. But see, I don't understand the whole catcher moving thing. Can't you see that in your peripheral? Uh, you can. I think you can feel it. Yeah. But let's be real. Unless you're in the majors, a lot of times they don't hit their spots. But yes. Well, we're talking about majors. Oh, yeah, you can feel it. Yeah, we're not talking about minor A ball when you're 11 years old, dude. <laughs> we're talking majors, Coach. I mean. Coach, they don't move until the last second, okay. typically is what they try to do. It's very interesting. But, yeah, yeah they got hammered. And the Red Sox are about to get hammered. Cora is going to be out. Astros looking for a new manager, new GM. What's the Patriots penalty on their uh, on their? They haven't gate? announced that yet. Hey, you gotta love pro sports, baby. Deflating footballs, videotaping it's people. Crazy guys, and just play the game. And hitting be cool trash with losing. cans. That's my whole thing. Be cool with losing sometimes. No, these are the ultra competitive people That's, in the world. Reevaluate your I, life. I want to know from that Astros report who absolutely sucked ass that still wasn't able to hit the ball after the trash. That's can true. Right. <laughs> who, yeah. Let's go back and look at their averages and be like, dude, we're giving you the damn pitch. How are you not hit it? it? No wonder Altuve's hitting 400 your, in the World Series. It's your boy, the one you don't Redick. like. Redick. God, Redick sucks. Dude, I was wondering why Springer was hitting it over the train tracks. Good Every God. damn time. He knew hey, the fastball hey, was coming. Hey, Altuve's hitting 900 at home. <laughs> go on the road. He's betting a buck 50. Get ready for the Strohs to hit about 200 this year. No trash cans, boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. All right, guys. Wonderful. Congratulations, LSU. Good win. Goo Tigers. And congrats to that guy who did the parlay. You won $0. Oh, man, I feel bad for it. Don't, don't. Why are going to rub it in? Because we told him, yeah, we told to, him. to let the two, parlay roll. Two, and two, if you're going to ask the sore losers, be cool with a 2-1. to one. Be cool with that. We, me and Ray were the majority on that vote, and you still went lunchbox. And me and Sore Losers Locks on Twitter were telling the guy, do not do the bet. Do not do it. Just let it roll. And he still did it and ended up even. Why? Because this dude calls himself the sports genius. No, that dude, here's the thing. He, in his gut, was feeling Clemson or else he wouldn't ask the question. True. That's why. You're right. And he wanted to hear someone reaffirm that they believe in Clemson, and I believe and in Clemson. And all he needed to hear was you. And I know he's still puckered, whoever that guy was, but I did send him. I sent him a DM. I sent him the Bovada referral link. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, you are like a frosty. Like, right. you'll go after you anybody, dude. Shameless. <laughs> well, all right, we got to go. See you guys. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... 
right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.